0: Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.
1: I really should have got me to do it in the other order, I feel. But maybe you are the more important. You, after all, as the one who knows all about the gadgets and the gizmos, I just pass sarky comments. You're Uh, the straight man. You're the straight man. (laughs) You're, You're Ernie Wise. I'm Eric Morecambe.
0: Well, from Ernie Wise to Jack Dorsey.
1: Oh, right. Yes. Yes, he doesn't not, make me not, laugh not, very often.
0: Not, not the best of segues, but it's, you know, it's the best I can do at short notice. <laughs> right. um, Jack Dorsey uh, made the world's first tweet, which was the illuminating and enthralling line, just setting up my Twitter. Anyway, that tweet is now up for auction. And so far, the bidding has reached two and a half million dollars.
1: Yes. I've read about this, and the mm. thing is, you don't really get the tweet.
0: Ah, well, yes, you do, because it's all down to non-fungible tokens.
1: Yes, which I was hoping you were going to explain to me.
0: Well, I will explain it, and it's very interesting, because it is is—it is a thing that's going to be as big as Bitcoin, I predict. Oh, and so th- fungible things that are fungible are things that you can replace with another identical one so if you lose your iphone you can replace it with an identical iphone it's fungible because your new iphone will be exactly like your old iphone
1: mm-hmm. yep yeah
0: things that are non-fungible are things like uh, the mona lisa where if you lose it they can't just replace it with another one
1: oh, so they say yes
0: so they say exactly <laughs> And non-fungible tokens have become a very big thing, and they are digital certificates. So when someone pays $2.5 million for that first tweet, yes, anyone can download the tweet, and they can print it, and they can stick it on their wall, but it won't be the original tweet. There's only one original tweet. It's all very carefully blockchain protected. Yes. And so it's bought as an investment, and then that tweet will increase in value. And it sounds slightly absurd, but think of it in terms of, of, for example, Shakespeare's signature. If you have a piece of paper with his signature on, it's, I mean, it's worthless, except for the fact that it's got Shakespeare's signature on it. And that's what makes it, gives it value. If you have a piece of paper with a very good identical forgery of Shakespeare's signature, it is not the original and therefore it has no value. Or okay. virtually no value. Yeah, yeah. So, what people are doing is that they're selling digital art, which can be videos or even emojis, little animated GIFs, and they are selling them as non fungible tokens. And in fact, Christie's is selling a digital artwork by a chap called Beeple, who is a, a digital artist whose recent collection sold for $3.5 million. And this right. is digital art. You can print it out, hang out on your wall. But anyone can print it out and hang it on their wall. But not anyone owns the original. Mm-hmm. And Christie's is their first digital artwork, and it will end today. Or if you're listening to this next week, it ended last week.
1: You missed it. So what a missed shame! It. You could have could have been several million dollars. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, we've saved people. We could have saved people a lot of money.
0: We could, but watch out for non-fungible tokens. But did I not are... read, though,
1: that Jack Dorsey could actually delete that tweet?
0: Yes, he could. But Having then what so do you it's have? Unlikely that, well, <laughs> you'd still have the first tweet, even if it's not uh, currently uh, a tweet that's, okay. that's out there.
1: Okay. I think I'd rather bid, I mean, not that I'm likely to, I don't have the odd two and a half million dollars, but I think I'd rather bid for i Balls. Which is my well, favourite tweet of all. Yes.
0: <laughs> but imagine uh, in the digital sphere, if you bid for, for example, the uh, first digital copy of Toy Story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There must be a first, you know, final master that yes. was made up everything yes, was yeah. assembled. You could own the original Toy Story. Which would be exactly the same as the toy store you can buy on uh, on DVD down at W H Smith's. Yes, but the difference is <laughs> To use an people... old
1: world example. Yes.
0: Well, I was going to say Woolworths, but of course I stopped
1: myself just in time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, quite intriguing, I I suppose.
0: Um... It is intriguing. Watch this space because NFTs, non fungible tokens, are going to be seriously big news. Oh, man.
1: Well, let's uh, have one of these and then we'll have some more news. So, where now? Something I understand, I hope.
0: Well, indeed, you'll understand this one. It's the MGM Lion. Oh, Leo. Excellent. Yeah, Leo. Well, Leo was actually the last. There were five MGM Lions. Mm -hmm. Leo was the final MGM Lion who made his appearance in 1957. And here we are sixty uh four Three. years later yeah four
1: well, it depends when in the year it was it's my yes. birth year
0: okay <laughs> yeah. so 63 years later <laughs> yes. and we are still using the same lion no but now leo the lion has now gone cgi he's not a real lion anymore he is an entirely imaginary lion And he was to make his first public appearance in the new Bond film. I say the new Bond film. It's already the old Bond film and no one's ever seen it yet. Yes, yes, yes. Um, It's now appearing in two new films called Dog and Respect, neither of which I have seen, but they're coming up before Bond. So it's an icon of the the silver screen, and now it's going to be an icon out there in pixel land. Yes. And you could probably buy... Buy the non-fungible, non-fungible token, <laughs> yes, I'm sure yes. you
1: can, yes. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I'm I wonder if we'll notice the difference.
0: Uh, I have seen side-by-side reproductions of it, and they've got it almost exactly the same. What? It's a bit crisper. You sort of wonder
1: why they don't just stick with the original, frankly. But
0: uh, because Passé, perhaps. Well, no, because... Uh, being digital, they can do more with it. So the MGM Ars Gratia artist, yes. all the surround s- sort of whirls into place around the lion, which would be much more difficult to do with just footage of a lion shot in a studio.
1: Yes, we tends to sort of eat his handlers and other. Yeah, and I'm sure he You
0: could, could probably you know, deliver advertising messages and. Uh, Yes, uh, you Introduce right. the film, I suppose. I'm mean, intrigued. I
1: didn't know there were five Geminis. There were several Rin Tin Tins, of course. Not that anybody talks about Rin Tin Tin these days, but at one stage, he had yeah. more fan mail than any other star in Hollywood.
0: There were several Lasses, and the interesting yes. thing about Lasses is that it's the only female uh, character that always played by a male actor.
1: Yeah. Yes. It's a wonderful bit of trivia. It is. Yes. It is. Yes. It is. Well let's move on then.
0: Let's move on and we were talking about uh, advertising messages from the MGM lion. Here's another way that you can see uh, advertising messages. Now I was happened to be watching a football match uh, a while you ago. Did. Not something no 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 I didn't I didn't watch the whole thing. I wandered oh. through the room in which it was on. Okay. Yeah. And it was a Manchester United match and I noticed that all the advertising hoardings around the edge of the pitch which of course are not just static hoardings but they are animated. Yes. They were all in Chinese. Uh, because, of course, there's a much bigger audience for Manchester United in China than there is in Manchester or even in the whole of the UK, possibly even in the entire English-speaking world. Mm, okay. So they were all in China, but it just looked a little bizarre. Mm. There has been the capability for a while of doing a, well, not a green screen because, of course, the pitch is green, but doing a, a magenta screen that they can then used to project uh, local advertising on. But that means the people in the stadium don't see anything. They just see magenta around the edge. And hmm. that's the lost audience. Well, well not news. at the moment
1: it isn't. There aren't any audiences. but Or fans, as other people call them.
0: Yeah. Yes, indeed, fans. as they were. You see, you know, all the technical <laughs> jargon when yeah. it comes to sport. Oh, but
1: yes. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> the, um, Uh, News uh, from the Fraunhofer Institute. We've talked about the Fraunhofer Institute in Germany many times. This is the Fraunhofer Institute for Intelligent Analysis and Information Systems. That's a good place to say you work, isn't it? Intelligent analysis. And they figured out that the advertising holdings currently show not really moving pictures, but they show a sequence of still images, each one of which lasts 20 milliseconds. And so, as uh, Edward Mybridge proved, you sequence enough still images together and you get the impression of moving pictures. Well, what they've done is they've worked out if they make each still image last for just 18 milliseconds rather than 20, and in the final two milliseconds, they show a magenta screen, no one in the stadium will see it. But they then set the cameras that are filming the match to record only those two milliseconds and not the 18 in between. And they have all kinds of motion tracking modules that let them track track it in perspective. Yes, yes. Then they use a chroma key system to remove the magenta and replace it with local content wherever you happen to be.
1: It's inter- oddly enough, you've sort of answered a question that I wondered about for ages. I, was, I, I only really ever watched um, rugby matches, Six Nations, and I was seeing advertising that I thought was a little bit odd and wondered whether it was tailored to each um, territory it was going to. And clearly the answer was no, but it can be in future.
0: It can be in future, yes. 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 Intriguing. It is. I mean, because you know, having it in Chinese, yes, they're reaching a big Chinese market, but they are also missing out on a vast market that isn't China, but it's the rest of the world. Mm.
1: Right. Well, we shall take a break. And be back with more in a moment.
0: Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.
1: This is Simon Rose. And you are listening to Gadgets and Gizmo on Share Radio, where I am in conversation with Steve Kaplan. So where are we going now?
0: Well, we're going to the doctor's surgery. And a few years ago, my doctor decided he wanted to have a look at my colon. As it turns out, because he was bald. having a look at my colon, <laughs> <he was bald. laughs> and it turns out having a look at my colon is not the same as having a look at my tonsils. They are rather harder to get to, colons. Yes. So he sent me for an endoscopy. Have you ever had an endoscopy?
1: Uh, unfortunately, I have. Yes.
0: Yes. Well, before yes. mine, the endoscopician, or whatever they call these people, endoscopist, showed me the thing that he was going to insert in me and it was 80 centimeters long and I said you must be joking i may have inserted a word between must yes, be and joking actually yes. i said <laughs> it to him and uh, but apparently the thing curls and it bends and it gives a quite a good camera view of your colon but it's a rather yes literally invasive uh, procedure yes. and not terribly pleasant for anyone concerned and that could all change thanks to colon cameras And the colon camera is a pill that you will swallow that replaces endoscopes. Um, It takes two pictures every second Mm
1: -hmm. uh, with its built-in camera. For a moment, I thought you were going to say Chinese are going to advertise on the way down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They should. Oh, they will. If only you could put hidden messages there. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, and it takes idea. a total of 57,000 pictures over the course of its sort of eight to ten hour journey uh, yes. through your digestive system. Uh, you have the data recorder in a little shoulder bag that you wear for the rest of the day. And within a couple of hours, you've got your results. And, and, um, and, and,
1: and, this and this is, a viral YouTube video as well. And a
0: viral YouTube video. Hopefully, not viral, but you, you find <laughs> well, out. Yes,
1: yes I know you mean
0: and um this sounds like you know something in the distant future but no it's going to be uh, tried out on eleven thousand nhs patients very shortly so it's uh, it's a very very good alternative to having a rather unpleasant yes. thing stuck up your yes, body. It,
1: well, it wasn't particularly nice i can i just didn't really want to i didn't engage very much i kept being said do you want to have a look at it no do you want to actually look at the monitor no uh, in fact oh, there was I one point the was... oh no I didn't absolutely absolutely not try to pretend it wasn't happening which was a little difficult um the, the <laughs> best bit though was when I had the early examination and I said so what made you decide to take up this bit of medicine she yes. said oddly enough this is the moment that everybody asked me that question <laughs> yes I
0: asked exactly the same question <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> bizarre right let's move on yeah. that is a very good idea not that I'll buy it one is. personally but yeah it's a good idea
0: I don't think you can. The question is, are they single-use? I suspect they are. I
1: suspect they are, yes. 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 I still recall actually having a, um, a water skiing accident once in um, St Martin and had to go to the doctor I did something to my ribs. And she procri- so prescribed um, suppositories that were painkillers and I said no you don't understand we're British we don't take suppositories Uh, she was was French and um, she was French
0: the French love suppositories yeah
1: for some strange reason they do and uh, she said but they're 50% more effective and I said just give me 50% more tablets (laughs) but she wouldn't so unfortunately Uh, I had to go along with the French way of doing things very strange people the French so what next
0: uh yes let's uh, move on from there (laughs) um Let's move on to an interesting uh, product that's about to make its debut. It is called the C Seed M One.
1: Oh, right. And okay.
0: not a great, not a great name for anything. The C Seed M One. It's a television. Right. It is hundred and sixty-five inches diagonally, which what? makes it, in, in your jargon, twelve feet wide. It's a big television. It weighs one thousand three hundred and fifty kilograms. What's which like is my money television it's heavy that's a, that's a heavy <laughs> in your money is very very heavy so the question is where do you keep such a television and how do you avoid just having this vast black rectangle when it's switched off mm-hmm. and the answer is you keep it in the floor so here's how it works when you press a button panels in your floor slide to one side yes they're then cantilevers out of the floor. An object about the size and shape of a coffin, actually. Right. But th- till it stands upright. And then the coffin unfolds like a bat's wings uh, right. until it turns into this, uh, this television. What do you think of that?
1: Well, uh, something to keep just next to your piranha pit, I, I exactly. imagine. I mean, exactly. who has got the space or the planning for that? And also the other weird thing is, supposing also, you are very I mean. wealthy and you decide to do this in your television room, I mean, the chances are the television's going to be obsolete within a
0: year and a half, two years. Exactly, yes.
1: $400,000. I went to somebody's house made with one of these German kits. I can't remember what they called. It's quite a famous firm, anyway, in Germany, and they do these very, very uh, sort of glass and metal houses <clears throat> that you just bring to the site, and they're then constructed there. they had lots of wonderful, clever gizmos built in, but it included things like phono plugs yes. into the wall. And you think, well who's using phone exactly, exactly. And no
0: way to one of the them. things one of the things in old science fiction movies was they assumed that in the future everything would be built in so that your television will be you know part of your wall mm-hmm. and you know, you'll be a sort of socket for your vacuum cleaner or whatever but of course things are modular and people like things being modular so they can change the modules when the new one
1: comes out yes. well you and I have often discussed in the past why more computer programs are not modular that quite a lot of them do lots of things that most people don't want, but you don't seem to be able to strip them down.
0: Yes, indeed, and you the can't. still hasn't
1: happened, bizarrely. Uh, OK. Oh, we mm. seem to be in agreement. Let's find something to disagree on.
0: <laughs> OK. Um, let's move on to... Well, it's a Kickstarter project. Let's have oh. our crowdfunding fanfare.
1: Yeah, I didn't really have time to get ready for that. There we are.
0: Uh, holograms. We all like holograms. Have you got any yes. holograms at home?
1: Not sure that I no but my father worked for a company that did um, physics research and development and uh, I remember when I was a little boy being taken and show a very early hologram which mm. was green it's all done with lasers then
0: they were they were all done with lasers well um, I have a rather fine hologram at home and it's a hologram of an old-fashioned brass microscope right. and when you stand in front of it if the light's in the right direction it looks like it's 3D mm-hmm. and um, coming out towards you but What's really interesting is about if you get close enough, you can peer down it and see a magnified view of the slide at the bottom.
1: Oh, that is clever.
0: I love the idea that you could use a piece of technology that isn't really there.
1: That's fantastic.
0: It is fantastic, isn't it?
1: You never showed that to me when I was around, I'll have to have a look no, next we'll have time, have to show. you? Yes.
0: But the thing about holograms is, of course, you have to go and buy them from a shop, and they're quite expensive. Um, this is the latest Kickstarter project. It is a 3D hologram printer and you can print it's up to 4 by 5 inches which is about 10 by 12 and a half centimeters thereabouts and um, you can print up to 23 images so you can get 23 different views of an object or you could have a piece of film so as you move around it people people move and they wave to you or whatever you want them to do and you can stick your own images into it. With The, the pixels themselves are one millimetre square, which is quite big in pixel terms, but uh, reasonable for a hologram, I'd have thought. Um, it is on Kickstarter now at a price of $1,099, which is about 800 of your English quids. Mm-hmm. And um, it's quite a lot for something that makes quite small holograms but it's if you're into holograms well worth having a look at worth having a look at anyway because it's it's fascinating
1: you're not quite I, tempted are you I'm, i can't help I'm feeling for half price. the price you'd probably be there
0: if it was half oh don't tempt me if it was half the <laughs> price i would be seriously
1: uh, yeah, seriously looking at my bank balance. i thought you might be uh <laughs> let's have one of these before we move on so what now
0: well here's something that i have been much more tempted by than the uh hologram machine uh drones i've had i've had drones drones. before you have a drone the trouble with drones is of course it's you can fly them when they're going away from you but when they're coming towards you because all the left and right controls are backwards it's much much harder to do
1: yes i i'm aware of that
0: (laughs) And so they've made drones that you can monitor from your smartphone. Mm. Uh, But again, it's quite difficult to steer them. And the interface is never quite good enough. There's always a bit of latency. Mm. With DJI, uh, who produce the best drones, we've talked about DJI many times on this program, they have just produced their FPV drone, which comes with a virtual reality headset. So when you wear the headset, You are in the pilot seat, and you are flying the drone as if you were actually sitting inside it. Doesn't that sound wonderful?
1: Sounds quite good fun, yes.
0: It sounds quite good fun, and it looks glorious. The footage that they managed to get from it is really uh, astonishing. It has a a 20-minute flight time, which is quite long for one of these drones. It has a range of six miles. Which is a very, very long way for a drone. You could fly it some yes. some big distance away.
1: Forgive me, but I thought it wasn't legal to fly them outside your, the range of your actual eyes.
0: No, line of sight. Line <laughs> I, I can't remember
1: the-, the technical term. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, yes, that's what you mean. Yes. Uh, no, it isn't. In
0: fact, it's not really legal to to fly them at all in the the UK without having a drone license. So oh i forgot about that right okay with the license you, have to, you get online and you just have to do a little multiple choice thing. So i don't yes, think it's all okay. that all that difficult to get but uh, this is looks absolutely splendid here's an audience mode if you buy extra goggles then your friends can watch you flying it they can see what you can see you can take them for a little little ride Right. um 4k of course everything's 4k But video 60 frames per second which is very, very good and fast, auto-stabilisation, with two very clever buttons on it, one of which is a hover-in-place button. So if you if you get stuck in what's going on, you press the hover-in-place, and it just very stays peaceful. there. Very useful,
1: yes, because yep. panic tends to come very quickly with drone flying. Indeed.
0: Yep. And the other one is a come-home button. And you press that, and it just finds its way back to you.
1: That seems very good. And frankly, I mean so many people have been getting dogs in lockdown. That seems like a much better idea. Absolutely. not like you just send it out for exercise? <laughs> Press the button well, it comes home again. But in fact, given that we can't go on holidays, if it's not too expensive, maybe this would do just instead.
0: Oh it's not bad, is it? How much is it? Twelve hundred and forty nine pounds. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's for that includes, you know, everything. The full drone kit from DJI.com. I I am Quite tempted. My brother has a rather good new drone that he took with him when he went on holiday to Bequy, which is an island off Barbados. Um, When he got there, he found that uh, because there was a tiny airport on Bequy, he wasn't allowed to use the drone anywhere on it.
1: You're smiling quite a bit. I bet you smiled then as well. (laughs) Oh, I did. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, what a shame. You've got time for one quick item, I think.
0: Oh, well, why not? Um, Here's one to cheer you up. The world's running out of oxygen. Oh. Yes. Okay. And um, I'll breathe more shallowly. Exactly. This is according to scientists at uh, Georgia Tech, and they say that it will suddenly drop to about 1% of its current levels. It could be news, a problem. It could be a problem. The good news is it's not likely to happen for another billion years.
1: Phew. Phew. So, no, I just, I've just i used oxygen in, just in saying that. I feel responsible yes, now. But... <laughs> don't, don't waste it. <laughs> okay. Um, shall we be doing anything about it or just leave it to the next generation?
0: Well, say the next generation, a billion years away. <laughs> yes. It'll, the next proto-ex-humans, yeah. whatever they may be. They'll probably be yes. all living on Mars by then anyway.
1: Okay. Well, the, fantastic. Steve, thank you very much indeed. I've been in conversation with Steve Kaplan as we examine this week's gadgets and gizmos we'll be back with more at the same time next week is it a gadget is it a gizmo no it's gadgets and gizmos with steve kaplan and simon rose